On today's show, Hickman destroys the universe. Is he Mandarin or is he Mandar out? No more Lyme disease? All this plus Hole Patrol comics and more on Homo Superior and Brent is back, back, wow. back! Brent is gay and Kaylin's gay and Clark is gay and Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. I see you've been singing on your trips. Uh, what really was that supposed to be? <laughs> You're hitting uh, those high notes. Yeah, you were uh, hitting them in a way that Also, I Lyme disease? Yeah, right, yeah what right. does that mean? But no, wait, wait, we'll get to uh, it. Yeah, Brent has something to say. We'll so His I name is Brett I wanted, Wingate, to, I wanted to talk a little bit about seeing Endgame mm-hmm. in Thailand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, because first I was surprised that I was going to see it at all. Yeah. I thought I was going to have to wait until we got back. But as it turns out, Tristan surprised me by going to go see it in a mall where they had converted two floors of the entire mall to Avengers stuff. Wow. And all of the stores that were already there had also converted their (laughs) thing to like Avengers. So it was like... Victoria's Secret. There was a Soul Stone store (laughs) and a Mindstone store. that is what I'm talking about. Like they had like... Avengers panties. They had like, (laughs) there was like the Lego store became like the Lego Avengers store. That's so fun. There was so much devoted to it. There was like a whole section where you could take photos with a giant Tony Stark. Where were you? It was in Bangkok. Okay. Um, No, but like, where were you? uh, I love you know Bangkok, bitch. So they've got like a bunch of mall complexes that are pretty famous for their enormous, enormous size and terrible organization. Um, so we see it. That's really cool. There's a moment before the movie starts. So we're going to go see it in like, they give us the glasses. And so it's like a big whole thing. It's a huge. It's a 40X. It was like a 40X, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we we go (laughs) where there's a moment where they like, just have a a screen come up that says, please stand to honor the king of Thailand. Oh yeah. So we just. What? We had to stand, I love this. We had to stand for like three minutes while the national anthem and, played. And it's revealed to be Tony Stark. Yeah, Is that, no, oh, there's damn. no reveal because the king had died, and they're giving. They're, apparently, there was going to be a coronation like they, three days later. They take the royalty very seriously. Yeah, there. well, yeah, have you? I mean, that's in Thai restaurants. There's usually always photos of. The yeah, king he's everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. He's everywhere. But the military actually controls all of Thailand right now, so. Yeah. It's a junta. So, well, you made it out. Well, so then the, oh, yeah. then the trailers start, and John Wick begins. And he and, says, get up for the king and queen. And then suddenly <laughs> my chair <laughs> All the previews. <laughs> he's fighting, and then he's like, now no. everyone stay. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's go out to the <laughs> lobby. Boom, boom, boom. I love our beloved king. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, you might not have seen the actual Avengers Endgame <laughs> because there was no when king the, in it. When I will the title say that. came up, it was the king and I. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're, the trailer starts, and then all of a sudden, my chair jerks forward, and then it starts punching me every time John Wick gets punched. Oh, that was just Tristan. Oh. He was just punching you in forty, like yes. the four thing. Oh I had God. no idea this was going to happen. You've never so, been in one of those. That's no, terrible. they're awful. So, they're so awful. I had never experienced. It, oh guns are firing off and they're like blowing air into my ears actual punching me a bunch while everyone's surprised there's like a part where everyone. he like falls into a pool and they just like spray you with water yeah. so the seat's supposed to be built like your John Wick yes. like that's really weird it's very bizarre have you never done a 4DX four, eight, four, nah, four they have one at gallery they're place. weird so when Avengers finally came on what was that experience well, like well 
well, after that trailer, or you like after all the trailers, the, the, that trailer is the first one. There are like some other trailers for like Marley and Me or whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, like, there's like a little late. tongue that's like sticking out on your neck. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like they actually just hand you a puppy. Again, that was just <laughs> uh, oh, no. So for so all the fun. other trailers, that was the only one that was actually 40 40x. And so like everyone in the movie theater just thinks this is the craziest thing, and they just start laughing. That's funny. Then. Like Avengers begins and it's got a very you know the very slow start and it's yeah. quiet and everyone's excited. Smell the death in the air. But once you start like getting rough and tumble fighting, it is just so weird. It's bizarre. It's uncomfortable. But for I, three hours, I will say it's pretty fucking amazing when they're doing like long distance travel. Ooh. So all the flight stuff mm. feels a lot better because the way they do their shots, they're genericized. So you're like looking at a ship or you're within the ship looking at a bunch of people rather than watching one person get like tackled yeah. and then punched yeah. in the side where you're getting punched in I the kidney. I don't know that I want that. Uh, you don't. Okay. No I, one does. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible way. <laughs> I thought the haptic thing would just kind of be like the chair jiggle a little bit. No, no, no. The chair like you feel like you're going to fall off Pokemon. It's probably like a remanufactured massage chair that's just built up to yes. spin really it's, fast. It's, it's one exactly of the ones that they programmed that was too aggressive. Because you know, like, I remember in Brookstone, you'd sell those <laughs> fucking things and they were amazing until you went too far and then your body was like, yeah, oh, you can jerk it. There's like a person testing them out and they're like, this one's too aggressive. <laughs> but it, bring it to 40 X. So the two areas where I thought it was most effective were when you're doing like travel and then when there was like some kind of sensory feeling like mist like the air oh yeah that Mm -hmm. that worked really well where it was the worst was not just when you were were having a sex scene whenever yeah when they're (laughs) (laughs) which version of avengers did you watch because the dick really goes every even if you want it or not the chair just like ryan every chair had an infinity gauntlet (laughs) (laughs) you had to sit down to activate the chair though Then he snapped his fingers. It was the worst. (laughs) Oh my god. The worst was actually like whenever they did something with lightning because they would light up the entire theater. Yes, I hate that. And so you're reminded, oh, I'm in a fucking theater watching all these other people get shaken and then light flash in their eyes. Yeah, See, like, I'd be down for a scary movie like that because that there's there's a lot of if you ever pl- uh, was it Disney Disney World has it where it's like it used to be an Alien Encounter now it's the Lilo and Stitch. Oh, set there. Alien Encounter was legit scary, right. and now they made it like cutesy. I like, think it's so yeah. it could be very cool for horror movies if they like made it so that you like very slowly your chair is leaning forward whenever yeah. something bad was. Well, and like and especially with like, the speakers behind back. your ears, like weird yeah. sounds or like that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, this when, was when sound <laughs> when sound moves from like one ear Oof. to the other. That actually is freaky. The yeah, other one I was a, a kind of surprised by, but I guess I shouldn't have been because I've seen foreign films or like films that have like subtitles. Foreign, foreign subtitles. Was that you just that kind of like your brain just blocks that? Because you don't. It just see, stops yeah. being an issue. Yeah. At a certain point, because it was in English with Thai subtitles. Yeah. 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 The um the because we haven't really talked. To, I don't think we talked about it here. Was the it two trailer? And there's that part where. The woman's like mm-hmm. running across behind. Uh, I always call her Bryce Dallas Howard, but Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And like to your point of like, if you watch that movie in fucking 4DX and that fucking naked bitch ran across the yeah. kitchen and it went from like your one ear to the other, you'd be like, what the fuck is 
because it literally <laughs> sends a chill up you. Well, I saw Into the Spider Verse in one of those 4DX theaters, and you know, that like, been insane. It was insane. Life. I like, I thought I was losing my mind in that fucking theater. I was like, get me the. Fuck and then you're out like, here. these these mushrooms are too strong. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, in here it's thirty dollars because, like, I'm sure in Thailand it's like next to nothing. So it was, I think it was fifteen dollars uh, for us each. But then if we paid like another $25, we would have had the theater where you you get a foot massage right. and a foot bath and then uh, f- unlimited wine. That shit is what? wild. And you have to, yeah. you have You're to, an idiot. You have to I, yeah, that, that. that is, so I agree. You have to show up like two hours in advance. Hey, I don't care. What, what are you, you going to say? Wine? No. You're going to sightsee or you're going to watch a movie. Yeah. You know? Because now you're back in the States where you can't do that shit unless you brought your own foot tub yeah, and, and your own wine. <laughs> <laughs> you just bring a cooler and a yeah. backpack. Yeah. And I'm tired of bringing in those like fish, those fishy, these foot eating fish. I'm tired <laughs> of bringing those in the theater. Yeah, you just bring, it's you bring, you bring a Sometimes I drink them by accident when I think I'm grabbing my wine. You, you bring a tub and a box of wine because you're not going to fill it with water. <laughs> you get the fish drunk too and they're just like, yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Well, we welcome you back, Brent. It was yeah, better without missed you. you guys. Oh, missed. We missed you, you too. Were missed. You were missed. Uh, well, this is issue number 90 and the big news that we found out this week was uh, Jonathan Hickman, we know that he's doing this two miniseries, uh, House of X, Powers of X, but he, after that, they're revamping all the X titles, and he is going to be like the showrunner or the plot master, or whatever the fuck you want to plot call it. Master. That's uh, what I want to say. Master. Yeah, but they're so they're canceling all the X books as we kind of suspected, of course. Uh, and then Wave One will start uh, right after the six issues of both House of X and Powers of X end, and then wait. There's going to be a Wave Two that starts sometime in 2020. Yeah, so they're going to announce Wave One. A week before the first issue of House of X comes out, and it, it's during like San Diego Comic Con, exactly. So they, they they gave us some kind of cool information this week. Uh, they, they said they would come up with three wa- three waves, two waves, two. How waves. many waves? Yeah, I always I never saw that movie where the waves came in. You want to that one? <laughs> yeah, break. yeah, I never saw it. Uh, yeah. Endless Summer, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Endless Summer. That's a yeah. good one. Uh, Blade Waver. No, that's yeah. Blade Runner. Blade okay. Waver. <laughs> Blade Waver. That is um, the shittiest knockoff like direct to DVD. I've ever seen it. pretty good. Sci fi remake. Blade Waver. Hey, stop, stop waving that blade that everywhere. Just like tears in the waves. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, so it's going to be six issues, like you said, uh, but it, over this time frame, there's no other X books going yeah. on. So they're going to come back completely fresh, and we know that Hickman is going to write one of the series. At least think, one. Do you think we should review it or. No, I'm not going to comment on how he calls them hawks and pox. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. He's definitely trying to make something happen there. It may or may not happen. Hawks I mean, I'm the hawks pox era. Yeah, it's like hocus pocus, you know. The I did like someone tweeted. At Sibaluskowitz. Jablonski. Yeah, CJ Jablonski. Jablonski. Oh, so all the X books that we're reading now are just a fucking waste? Well done. And he, in the nicest possible way, said, "Uh, Fuck Fuck you, you, fuckstick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that stuff all leads up to the important things, but they are also part of the universe. We're going to expand. We're not cutting things off. Chill out. Also, is this like a new comic book reader? That's how this stuff I works. Know. Yeah, it's like, like it's literally runs of comics. Yeah. They start and stop. Yeah. So, um, 
What do we think? Yeah, I well, one, I'm obviously excited, but I like I obviously. love predicting this kind of stuff, and Same. so I have some ideas of what I think could happen. They could be completely wrong, but I love putting my speculator hat on. Mm-hmm. So here's what I think might happen. Gryffindor. <laughs> I'm actually Slytherin. Yeah. All right, bitch. Um, no, I said Gryffindor. <laughs> put him in Gryffindor. <laughs> Uh, but so no, put him forcibly put him in Gryffindor. No, we can't do that hat. <laughs> the hat is really sadistic. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, so I think wave one, wave two, I can't even predict. But wave one, there's going to be just a title called X Men. That's all it's going to be called. It's going to be the main book with the main team. It's going to be written by Hickman. Hickey. And so I think it's going to be a combination of like the other books will be a combination of stuff that is sort of predictable and stuff that's not. So I think there's going to be at least two to three solo titles, one of which the Lua Wolverine title again. Mm, and I'm going to... Unfortunately. I'm going to suggest that Al Ewing, who is like a really good writer for Marvel, <laughs> he's like the main guy that's doing the Marvel 1000. We'll get to him later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be an Emma Frost series written by Leah Williams. Uh, she did that issue of X-Men Black, and she's currently writing... These are very specific predictions. Is there a reason why you've got that specific are you on the Yeah, inside? because I'm, 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 like, I love thinking about this stuff. Oh, okay. And like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like, uh, so Emma if Frost... you're right... You're a witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal ball was correct. <laughs> <laughs> um... And so, so Leah Williams, she also writes the uh, one of the uh, Age of X Men series. It's the um, what's the one with Blob and Psylocke? I always forget the name of it. Extremists. No, no, no. Extremists. Extremists. Oh. Um, <laughs> then I think there's going to be a book just called X, which is about Professor X reborn. Remember, he came yeah. back in the Astonishing oh, books. Oh yeah. But, X's body. Yeah, but he runs like his own new school of like new mutants. I'm using side, new in quotes. Side piece mutants. And I think Ed Br- that one. And I think Ed Brisson's going to write that. He's writing next gen. To your point, Ryan. And then the last of wave one is going to be just called New X Men. Uh, which is Hickman's book set in the future because remember Powers of X like tells like a long history a history of and it goes into the far future of what the X-Men will be like several hundred years from now. I love this. Let's put these on the board and then start the odds because okay. we should make you gamble your money. That's <laughs> based on your And if you're wrong, you have to pay it, us. Yeah, exactly. In blood. Well, yeah. so House of X is supposed to be a pivotal month in the history of the X-Men where everything changes for mutants on Earth. Yeah. And what, we, we, what month is that? July? July. August? It, start, it starts September. in July. Yeah. So It's yeah. like every election. It's always the most the important pivotal, election. Yeah. Every moment is the most pivotal one for X-Men. I do like... I do, um, do something crazy. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I like the fact that it's actually a time-bound one-month change period because mm-hmm. a lot of the problems that I find with a lot of these bigger excursions and drama and even some of the comic we're going to talk about forever. War of Realms... It's just like there's no time boundness to it. So it's like you don't even fucking know how much time is actually passing and what's going on. Oh, you mean within And given the how series. bad the continuity is. Yeah, like I'd rather, I'd love the idea of being like, this all happened specifically in this time frame, in this month, between these two things, and that's it. So can I ask a quick, maybe not quick question? Um, the So the X-Men are a group of mutants. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like this kind of reboot type thing. Yep. Um, was that basically what gold and blue were, or is this like different? And what's the they, parallel? Yes, I know. I would say the parallel is actually what when Grant Morrison came over and 
did right. new X-Men in the early 2000s. That's how big a deal this it's is. It's a complete to an X-Fan. overhaul. As a reader, that was a very, as a fucking stupid ass child, I was like, I mean, the comics were so bad leading up to the reboot. And then for some reason, I never caught it because yeah. I think it got renamed New X-Men. I was like, was X-Men. is that different? I'll stop reading. But like, I legitimately, like, dumb it child. was such a different thing that like, I just didn't even bother to pick it up because I was like, okay, this storyline's done for me. I don't have to pick this up again. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, P- young Kalen is like super excited to like <laughs> go into the comic store. 30 year old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like well, let's uh, let's go with that. I was like Young. twenty. I was like twenty-two. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of the other writers that were because he actually presented this in the Marvel retreat, yeah. and so he he outlined his entire thing. Um, and other slow claps of, across the board. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh, actually, screaming like in Parliament. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the other creators in the room were like, "Wow, this is actually would change everything. This would be like a Morrison type of like move and stuff like that." Yeah. Um. Uh. And then they've been saying this on the like online. Uh, Chips <laughs> Zadarsky said, "When John presented his ideas at the retreat, I gasped, walked over to him, and slapped him right across his face." He just smiled, licked his lips, and said, You were born a child, and you will die a coward. I cried and fled the room. <laughs> I love Chip Starsky so much. He's, he's yeah. a fucking weirdo. I don't really like him. But it, he was making fun of everyone was saying, like, this is a big <laughs> deal. Yeah. So I do think it legit <laughs> is a big deal. This is a BFD. Like the, uh, but to your earlier question, gold and blue were supposed to be like, oh, look, we're doing something completely new. The problem is that the creators they got were like, they weren't really a departure from what came before Gooks. and it was totally uh, it was totally a try to like tap into the nostalgia of the early 90s when you had the X-Men blue and gold teams yeah. during the Jim Lee course time start. Yeah. it's uh, so can I guess or are you just loud no, yes. no, no, no 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 please um, uh, <laughs> also you're so, gambling all <laughs> yeah, I'm out yeah. I'm out yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's going to do a complete overhaul where they no one's going to know what a fucking mutant is. It's going to be brand new again. Everyone's going to have memory wipes. And it's going to go very personal. So, like, street-level, like, characters that we may already know, but they no one has knowledge of X-Men or mutants at all. So they go down to being, like, a secret society again. So I think there's... I'm calling this one X-Men on the street because... <laughs> Sorry, Jay Leno is just writing <laughs> it's, I just made it Your up. Your chin's uh, getting so big. <laughs> He's a mutant. <laughs> what are mutants? I, th- I, I just, you know, I just tell fun funny jokes. That's my thing. It's just like every joke, everything comes out my mouth is so funny. You do have a Jay Leno-esque Please face. don't. Was that Jerry Seinfeld or Jay Leno? Stop it. That was obviously thing. not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Uh, but I think it'll be uh, more personal stories of like mutants growing up. There's like real life stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to the more the, hi- the history side. Exactly. Yeah. Hawks. Good old Hawks. And then you're going to get some people from the future in Ox. Is it Ox? <laughs> no, wait. no. Fox. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think, Fox, I yeah. think they're going to still be around, but in some sort of different context. So I threw out to Kalen, it would be like exile, sort of their time travel. Mm, yeah, like that. Different multiverses. Yeah. Those are my guesses. So any any wild any, ones any, for you? Any, any guesses, Adam or Brent? Uh, just setting up everything for the uh, Marvel usage of the X-Men. Uh, Into like the five movies. years down line. That's, oh, I do like... Uh, That's what they're doing. As yeah. much as like I think a normal fan might say, I don't need another reboot, I do want a reboot. Because, right, if they're going to build it into the MCU and like... Also, the st- even, like, I, we have we have to get to comics later, but I was, like, even reading half of the shit around, like, 
uncanny. Like, they just exist as this weird side piece right now. And I'm like, just get back to where they were main. Like, they were like, the storyline was bigger. The things made more sense. They were more integrated. Yeah, it just feels like very weird right now. It seems like a lot of artists are very excited about the possibilities, which I think is a very good sign. Totally, yeah. Well, this... Like, Marvel hasn't paid attention, this much attention to the X-Men since really, like, maybe, like, uh, Joss Whedon. Since they Whedon. canceled the Fantastic Four. Well, Joss, well that, but Joss, we'll get into That's Fantastic Four in a second, but, like, Joss Whedon and John Cassidy, right. I feel like Marvel's like, oh, fuck, like, we're gonna get these guys back to do, you know, to be in the MCU. We gotta build them up. And yeah. in a few minutes, we'll talk about what they're doing with Fantastic there, Four well, as well. One last thing I'd like to say is he said, even in the interview when he was talking about these new books, he said, we got into so much of a like a loop of just nostalgia with him that they were recreating the same villains and all the storylines. Absolutely. Oh, it it didn't feel new. Sure. So the he's new trying to break from yeah. that completely, which is what it needs. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you ever read the Claremont stuff, it's like, like the X Men looked very different from issue number one fifty to two hundred yeah. to two fifty to even three hundred, even though Claremont had left by then. And there was a sense of evolution, and that's been lost, I think, in the last several yeah. years. Well, so apparently, I found out in this what? week's comics, the Inhumans are basically dead. So now they don't even have that to rely on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like obviously, the pilot they did was fucking terrible. So uh, it seeped over into the comics. So let's talk about some newsflash. So Marvel Comics number one thousand has. How many creators now, Ryan? I think they're at like 98. 98? Yeah, so... Yeah. They're stopping there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 1,000 comics, 98 <laughs> It wasn't smart. Yeah. So, I, yeah, we think that each... Like, the book will be relatively big, but like one or two pages will be... Devo- like, one creator, one writer, one artist will be devoted to doing like a couple of pages. And the general idea is Marvel Comics started with Marvel Comics number one, and this will be the technical... A thousandth issue, which doesn't yeah. make any goddamn sense. I'm still no confused sense. by that. How does the numbering scheme work? Why don't, is, don't, it don't, don't, girl. It's it don't. It don't. Okay. So the reason I think... It, it's like the point system in RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. What? <laughs> I think they're doing it is because this year is also the 80th anniversary of Batman, and they also did De- Detective Comics Queen number 1000, uh, which they, they are... That's num- been building. That's been building, because Detective, Detective Comics number 27 was the first appearance of Batman back right. in 1939. I'll never forget it. Wait, so, so it should it be 1000? 27 where we're like interested in Batman (laughs) (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong Batman's had a thousand (laughs) it'll probably be a mess but we'll be reading it and reviewing it yeah so moving over to the Fantastic Four uh, Marvel in in a similar fashion is trying to build up those titles as well so they're bringing back the Future Foundation, and they get a new ongoing and Yondu from the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be who is the Future Foundation I'm glad you asked and Clark's not here to get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about this. <laughs> so it was created during actually Hickman's run. Uh, the I think done. in two thousand like eight, nine, somewhere around there. 10, 11, um, yeah. and, 10, 11 12. <laughs> uh, you can count. And uh, he basically was creating this offshoot brand, and it's basically the future of uh, like society through these kids' eyes. So Franklin Richards, all the Fantastic Four kids, all both of them are mm. in it. And then a bunch of these other sort of like weird characters are in it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's a little bit like an X-Men school of characters. Bunch of weird, creepy, different characters. But they're meta-humans they're rather the than ones They're with, all meta-humans. They yeah, were the ones who were traveling around with uh, the Fantastic Four when like the end of the universe yes. showed up and was tricked yeah. by like Spider-Man. Quickly killed. Yeah. Very, <laughs> I'm like three issues. Really easily <laughs> defeated. All of Destruction and Chaos. 
and the reason, so wrapped up. The reason the Future Foundation even exists is because in Hickman's run Fantastic Four... The Montessori he, school doesn't exist. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. Um, Charter schools aren't worth it, they just don't pay. Hogwarts <laughs> isn't even there. Uh, and they killed off... He killed off Human Torch for like a number of issues, oh. and so it became like just three of them, so it couldn't be the Fantastic Three. So the title became the Future Foundation, and then eventually it brought Johnny Storm and the Human Torch back, and so they had two titles. Yeah. So they're also doing another Fantastic Four title. These are like a series of one-shots. So the first one's going to be Fantastic Four on Yancey Street, which is the street that Ben Grimm, the thing, grew up on. I don't give a fuck. It seems dumb. It's a little like, get to a, get to a bigger storyline It's fan service for no that, reason. Yeah. I don't it know. It is. They're trying to like... Are you I mean, curious about what's going on on Yancey Street? Like, well, Yancey Street. Come on, that's like... 1600 Pennsylvania Ave. You're right. You're right. Oh, I want to know what's happening. Oh, Yancey. it's so shiny. <laughs> Yancey. 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 I mean, Yancey. Yeah. Um, uh, also, another title that, uh, not on here, uh, two of the characters from, what is that fucking Power Pack? They're doing a Power Pack series, yeah. which is like, it's called like Power Pack All Grown Up or something like that. Yeah. I, I never heard love them. Clark does love them. What's Power Pack? They're a bunch of kids who got powers, and they have uh, a horse. Oh, the X-Men. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everything, everything they didn't we... get powers. They had <laughs> powers. Yeah. Fucking bigot. It's remember, not a choice. <laughs> remember, Invisible Woman's also getting her own series. We talked about that before. Mark Wade is writing It's that. limited. All though. the pages. Yeah. I can't see it. None of us can see it. No. No, we made the same joke. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So uh, they're uh, going to the MCU for a second. It sounds like Kevin Feige. Hey, George is just on fire. <laughs> Read it. We challenge the, the the things. The thing is like rocks, yeah, and like, it's just like etching. That's, that's what the original Ten Commandments were. The oh, and then it's just putty. Oh, and then just silly putty. That's actually an amazing. The Doctor gimmick. Doom comic would be great because it's like all metal. Man, oh, man, but also metal! has a current running through it constantly. <laughs> Shocker! So yeah. you can't get to it. That's how the three of forty X. This is stupid. Been. This is just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going to the MCU, uh, uh, Kevin Feige said that there are more plans for the Mandarin, if you guys remember from Iron Man 3. He didn't really say that. He just literally said, yes. <laughs> but I'm not. it's not a no. Are there more he, plans he, for the Mandarin? He yes. said none of the characters are forgotten except Liv Tyler's character. <laughs> from Incredible Hulk. I, I totally forgot about her. So he's yeah. not wrong. Uh, and they have now a lot of unused footage of Natalie Portman, so they're ready to throw it in at any chance. One of them's like her getting out of her trailer, and they're like, we're going to have to use it. <laughs> just CGI a dragon around it. It's just, she's like, why are you getting out of the trailer? She's like, I'll just take a Coke. And then they're like... Whoa, she's doing drugs now. They like do a whole storyline. Is she the new Valkyrie? My God, oh, that'd be great. God. She's eating from the uh, concessions table. Uh, but they did. There, I mean, like it's an easy, I think, connection that if you were thinking of, because there's no current Shang Chi villain identified for the film, right? Like, does he have it anybody? It can't be Fu Manchu. It cannot <laughs> be. Well, right. Manchu. So Mandarin so would be a really good fit, and would also tie it into the universe. It yeah. could tie in the universe, and also having you know a villain that is of Chinese descent would be good to have a fighting heroes of Chinese descent as Correct. well. Correct. So. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, uh, in other news, in other Disney-related news, uh, they did say, we know two series are coming to Disney Plus through the Star Wars universe. There is a third series also going to eventually come to Disney there Plus. There is another. So do you not think that like they're, they don't think of the Star Wars franchise as being like something they got too close to burning out with the solo the, with solo and and maybe a little bit they uh, they, they do think that and that's why they're taking a long hiatus for them the which is three years 
But that's that doesn't mean their fan base doesn't want to at least watch TV shows, so right. that's what they're banking on. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So even Solo, not not the movie, Solo actual movies could be like <laughs> transposed into fucking TV shows and now be yeah. on that. Because yeah. they could still be minis. Cool, they'll exactly. be minis yeah. series, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. even the Avengers ones, they're going to be like six to eight episodes or whatever. Like you can, you can certainly build, it's so much cheaper and easier to build a TV show than it is to publicize and get butts and seats for a movie. Butts and seats. Um, What's really funny to me is that I didn't, because I, this was, I like saw that they were doing more shows to join. I didn't realize the second show announced was the Rogue One prequel. Yeah. There's a prequel of a prequel, which is the funniest fucking thing. Oh, it's the guy, Diego Lugo's character and K2SO is going to be in it. Yes. That's the only reason Alan Tudyk can be in every show for all time and I would be into it. For real, um, they, just make him they, fucking film him reading a telephone book. I'd laugh. They don't even exist. That's anymore. so funny. That's Netflix's that's new show because they're losing all those other yes. shows. That's <laughs> all they did for Natalie Portman to get every single vowel in the consonant. I am the or I am Jane Foster yeah. is here. Yes, <laughs> I lead new as R. <laughs> Natalie Portman say say Marvel say Marvel and they're like we can use that TMZ footage it doesn't matter oh look it's we own it. Marvel <laughs> um, but the, uh, for this this offshoot series the third one um, they did say it would be not related and be more operatic Ooh. Like oh yeah and we talked about like about Benioff and Weiss now being the sh- the, the- the directors of the next yeah. trilogy, right? Yeah, like we t- we speculated it'd be them or Ryan Johnson. I think they confirmed it. Ryan right Johnson's phone. is coming after. after. So, okay, yeah. R- really? Yeah, yeah. I they're mean, they still say, doing two more. Trilogies. They say that, but they also say they're going to release New Mutants. So I don't know. Yeah. Don't worry, they'll have one D and D movie, and then it'll fail, and they'll be like, "Don't worry, Ryan Johnson's back to do this movie." Yeah. Now. Oh, wait a minute, people didn't like Last Jedi. Well, some of us did. <laughs> I did. No. All right, moving on with the news flash. So Black Mirror, then season five? Yeah, season five has yeah. three new episodes. June 5th. I'm pissed. Why? Because I wanted more. Me too. You, I love this. It's this British is one of my TV. favorite TV. It's British TV, so they make four episodes every eight years. Okay, you're well, right. Yeah, and they you're only right. tell you... So waiting like, for Father's Head season two. Yeah, I bet exactly. it's because the amount of time and budget to make Bandersnatch was probably yeah, that's right. sucked up about two to three episodes. Is too. it... Is it a fucking British show anymore at this point? It's a Netflix show, hence why Miley Cyrus is on it. Like, it's, wait, oh, I didn't watch the trailer. She's wait, in is she in it? I don't want to spoil it. It's like a no. It, well, saying an sorry, actress, Hannah Montana is in it. No, I'm saying I didn't want to yeah. watch the trailer, so I didn't. Uh, but I didn't realize Anthony Mackie is in it. Anthony Mackie, I love him. He's a cute. Oh yes, tea. he is. And Captain America. Bob yeah. Mackie is also in yeah. it. Yeah. Who? Bob Mackie. Anyways, so it, <laughs> and Topher Grace it, as well. It, it looks okay. Um, I, I will love every episode, yeah. like I always All right, do. So She-Ra was renewed for season three and gains Gina Davis. As she better have a fucking bow or I'll kill myself. Because she's, she like she's like an Olympic archer. Is, is she really? Yeah. Gina Davis? Was I thinking of the right actress? Yeah. I've I I I literally never heard, heard that Davis. before. Hey, no. Adam, name a movie that Gina Davis is in. Uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay, I wanted you to know a movie instead Wait, of just a weird in that movie. Whatever. She was in the League of Their Own. Uh, she is a goddamn Olympic archer. Oh, all she right. was in the 2000 Sydney Olympics. All right, great. So she's Hawkeye. she was featured in the 2000 Sydney Olympic. No, <laughs> yeah. So she um she will be playing a villain. 
Yeah, it's always into that. Villain or an anti-hero. Yeah. yeah, she's great. I so, fucking love Gina Davis. The first, the first half of the second season is out right now. It's really good. Yeah. So we'll be reviewing that later. Oh, for sure. So I'm sorry, Adam. I know you're a big fan, but a lot of those CW shows are not getting renewed on Netflix. Boo. Well, they're not getting renewed because they're. I don't. I'm. I can't believe they're starting that. their own. They're starting. Yeah, yeah, CW. It's, it's on CW, CW already, Seed. I was gonna say they already <laughs> terrible. They've name. already had that for a while. No. So they must have signed a contract. Pornhub's good. Contract guy. I feel like they must have signed up with CW. Yeah, I mean, you know I've been reading heavily about this. Um, it's it's very interesting that they're pulling this because they're they're relying on their own streaming service, which is Ooh. not going to do as well. And if you remember, in 2011, all those Arrow shows came onto Netflix, and people started watching them. Yes. That's the reason how I that's, got into them. Yes. That's why CW got so much pop, more popular with these shows because they were on Netflix. And it's also built on sure. an amazing loop where, like, the minute the last show ends, yeah. the season's on for the season. It's really and, good. And that's how I consume them now yeah. too. I'm like, when the season's over, I'll just watch the whole thing. Well, speaking of CW shows, so the, you know, the big crossover this fall will be Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is I'm, I'm kind of excited about. Like, you know, it's the big multiverse <laughs> thing on the DC comic shows on CW, it's going to be Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and Batwoman. Yeah. Because, and I saw the trailer for it. It looks very good. Yeah. It looks it, kind of bad, but I'm still into I it. I mean, it's going to be trash, but yeah. that's why I, I like it. I'm excited, though. It She's very, it's very closely related to Batman. gay too. superhero starring a uh, <laughs> queer actress. Like, no, for sure. I'm definitely going to watch it. I just was like, yeah, the trailer made me roll my eyes a couple of times. Course. Uh, I don't know, because I actually it's, think of the, maybe it's because I have such a low expectation from those shows. Yeah, they I actually thought good. like, oh. Kind of seems like it. maybe I'd watch that. Pop quiz, hot shots. Make a porno name out of Crisis on Infinite Earth. Uh, <laughs> Crisis on Infinite oh, yeah, Earth. Yeah. Guys, dicks on Infinite Earth. Cry <laughs> <laughs> uh, dicks on <laughs> Infinite Holes. Hurt? No, no. Anyways, so but speaking of CW Seed, <laughs> nailed it. Seed speaking of a porno name, they're doing an animated Deathstroke series. Why? I don't know. Deathstroke is in every little, every literal fucking iteration of every if DC show it's ever. Ron Perlman voicing it, I'll be okay. It, has he voiced it before? He voiced it on Titans. Titans. Go. Uh, and, well, but Slade, yeah. If it's yeah. Ron Perlman in person voicing it, just yeah. him sitting there voicing <laughs> him it. Him sitting there. <laughs> he's real life. Everything else is animated yeah. around him. And I think it's so. Manu Bennett, I think, was the CW version of Deathstroke. So he was really good. In he the, was in Arrow. It was actually that's where Arrow. I was like, he was it. very good in Arrow, yeah. but he's also going to be in the second season of Titans. They have mm. a version which will probably never come back in the DC movies. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think there's like another version. Wait, of Wait, Deathstroke was in the DC movies? Yeah, yeah they had was... him at the end of Justice League. Oh, I pretty much boat. like. You know, it was going to be Joe Montel, whatever the fuck his name is, the hot guy from. I you were like Joey Pants. Yeah, Joey Pants. No, no, no. (laughs) He was from uh, True Blood, the 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 werewolf guy. Yeah, he was Joey Manganiello. Manganiello. That's ah, my Manganiello. Terrible actor. Hot as balls. So fucking. So this is news I'm excited about. Um, Warren Ellis, one of my favorite writers, he is finishing up his series called The Wild Storm on DC. Wildcats. And he's uh, the the sequel series will be called Wildcats. Um, Yeah. Wow. um, I love all these Wildstorm characters. It's like the Authority and like uh, Gen 13 and all that stuff. I'm glad they're still around. I remember I used to watch Wildcats on like the USA Network on that was a bad fucking cartoon. So bad. And there was tons of drug abuse. Like it was like the whole thing was about drug abuse. I feel like. Were they always busting drug dealers? Or well, something? no, like the it they was I forget his name, but it's like the skull <laughs> guy with the blue fire around his head. And oh, like Hellspawn. Yeah, the main villain. 
They used to was there a were, drug dealer? No, there was like there was like a fake it was like a more extreme version of drug thing. Like I forget because like the main girl who was double drug was dating like the big buff like green and purple Spartan. guy. Oh yeah. Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Well Maul? no, not Maul. His yeah. name's Mall. M-A-U-L, not like Mall, like a shopping mall. I always oh, love that. Huge. I saw Avengers. I love that crazy bitch with the double katanas who was sisters with uh the guy that's around a lot. Zealot and Grifter. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, you sex bird. No, I fucking love these characters and like they started off kind of like super generic like kind of X-Men clones cool we're cool and we kill cool. we're early yeah. 90s extreme yeah but like uh, a lot of really great creators including Warren Ellis Joe Casey and others made them into really compelling characters and mm. it was a, a very like espionage mm. like science fiction look at superheroes I fucking love it and I'm glad like Wildstorm is such a great series if you're not reading it it's so so well done it's like a little bit of like corporate Game of Thrones mm. uh, with superheroes it's really cool where can cool. people read it uh, you can read it on the DC Universe app, oh, or you can borrow my copies. Yeah, oh. if, you, if you go on a date with Kaylin, he promises to give you a copy. And suck your dick! <laughs> Please Look at my scrub right. profile, or my grinder. Uh, uh, in other news, uh, Most Snow- of our fans do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people who are listening. Yeah. In other news, Snowpiercer has already been renewed for a second season. Have you seen season one? New? No, Neither. it hasn't even premiered yet. Yeah. Oh. It hasn't, because yeah. oh. it, it was supposed to premiere on TNT, it's now moving to TBS, and I am not caring. That's and the movie was great. So the I movie think was great, but it also Tilda Swinton was amazing. I thought it was fun. Hey, you yeah. me. I'm Tilda Swinton. That's Tilda Swinton in every movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm totally into it. I would definitely watch it. Although I do feel like the movie covered most of the bases, so it would be a little bit exhausting to watch an ongoing TV series about it. Well, wouldn't it be like, is it going to be like a, what's should it? Should we get Cat on or, or should we get off? That's the or something where it's like a prequel to the snowstorm. Oh, I see what you're saying. To the oh, like movie. how it like, they're just getting They're just getting on the train. Well, it's no, it like was a comic. So it was a comic before. Yeah. So I don't know if the movie cut out a lot of stuff and they're going to like do a full like end to end. They actually it. talk about like the train history they go through all their favorite trains. It's the trains have the been around. Is by the band train. It's yeah. just a documentary <laughs> about trains. Yeah, and they're Snow like, and like, they're like, it's the unsinkable train. <laughs> <laughs> like it turns out that iceberg dead ahead. <laughs> no, all the train manufacturers in the world have been coming up with the coolest names for trains. Iron Piercer. So, you're like, whoa. No, I, that's that's exactly right. So it is Capricorn, but it's just a bunch of Blood train developers trying to create the next, like, to create Snowpiercer. So that's how the show ends. Like seven. Seven seasons in, they're like, "I've got it." And they yes. lay, they just, they just lay the blueprint on the table. And that's the end of the series. This train is called Thunderblood. Rob Layfield, you've nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we're really excited about this. Rick and Morty is coming back in November of this year, season four. Everyone is excited. Oh, about this. Wait, how long has it been? Like last year? No, it was two years ago, twenty seventeen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time flies. All right, a year and a half. Two years? <laughs> two years. It's the biggest years. thing I worry about, I think the show will be great. The biggest thing I worry about is not only their toxic fandom, but the fact that the more you're you're gone away, the more people want it to be even better when the it hype's back. Na- name uh, one show named Game of Thrones that's doing that <laughs> right now. <laughs> name one. <laughs> We're saving that for next week. All right? Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I think that I think that they're more than willing to make fun of their toxic fans. Mm-hmm. So the worse that that kind of gets, the more they're willing yeah, to. Totally, they're self-aware. Them. And I also feel like uh, both creators, uh, uh, what are their names? Justin it's, Roiland and Dan Harmon. Thank you. Uh, like, feel refreshed enough to yes. come back to the show and do something fun and, and, for and sure. they stopped fighting long enough to actually they talked a lot about how their writing process has changed a lot and how they try to make everything perfect 
before they sent it to the animators, hmm. not really fully realizing that like you can write something and the animators will basically fill do mouth lines. stuff. Yeah. And you can fill that oh, in with mouth stuff. rewrite oh, lines. Oh, yeah. Well, I can write animator mouth yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. So Mark Wahlberg is joining you the... Uh, <gasps> Whoa! As the blue... <laughs> As uh, the Blue Falcon. Blue, oh, I love the Blue Falcon. Who is that? So Blue Falcon was a cartoon that was kind of like a pastiche of Batman. Yes. And so it was uh, Blue Falcon and something, the Wonder Mutt. Like, I don't remember what it was. But he was basically like Robin, but he was a dog. That Dino was a Mutt. Dino Mutt, thank you. I don't care as long as his arms are out. I don't give a shit. Well, uh, it's like... Uh, Those things are... Do you ever watch Laugh Olympics as a kid? Oh, one. right. You fucking didn't have a childhood then. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's fucking that's hilarious. So Jason Isaacs is going to be playing Dick Dastardly, who is uh, the With his dog, wacky... Muggsy. <laughs> Tristan's a fan, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From Wacky Races. Yeah. So. They were great. So. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg, in the, during the, the Scooby-Doo cast, he seems like the kind of character who would do a special guest spot. It's like, like Scoob, it's Marky Mark. And you're like, okay, I guess Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch are in this episode. Right. Was that 1991? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so I know I Will Forte is playing Shaggy. Is it Will Forte like 50? Sure. <laughs> I just find like the cast, like you looking at, so it's Zac Efron, Amanda Seyfried, Gina Rodriguez, Will Forte, Tracy Morgan's going to be in it. It's just like such a spread of like. I like it. It's gonna be a real heavy meta movie, I'm sure. Well, it's animated too, so that makes sense. So I know you, uh, Adam, you and Ryan haven't watched Venture Brothers, but they did a very funny like uh, parody of Scooby Doo, where it's all like serial killers as the Scooby characters. Oh. Like Shaggy basically plays like Son of Sam. Oh, I would love and that. And Scooby, Scooby is basically like. Sam or like Satan like and talks yeah. to him but he's the only one who could hear it. Oh yeah. my god. So he's like he's drugged out all the time and the and and Fred is hyper controlling and like <laughs> I have to oh, uh, uh, like, uh, we have to stick together. Daphne is Patty Hearst. Yeah. It's that's amazing. It's really good. Uh, so there's a new Mortal Kombat movie being yes. filmed right now. Adam, talk to us about it. Well, it's being filmed in South Australia, and that's really about it. <laughs> oh. not a wow. So uh, Tick has been canceled. <laughs> season two is the last season. Fuck that show towards the tail end. It got so boring. So are there... I still. I know we were recapping it, we and could, I just... I gave up. Are there stopping. only six episodes in the season? No, yeah, that's it. Wow, that's wild. It's six episodes Because there was going to be... Because the last time they did two, uh, they had one half and one half. So they did 12 in season Let, one and Let's watch season. all of it and then do a little um, funeral. Right. You know, I, I, know, I know you guys thought it was getting boring, but I was actually kind of getting into like the way that they were building the world. Of, yeah, I like, know. Oh, it's great world of, building. Of like the shield, whatever the... Yeah. Aegis, uh, and then I really Your loved um, um, the character of Joan of Arc, like the yes. villain becoming the hero. It's very much like Thunderbolts in, yes. in like the Marvel no, there's universe. There's ten episodes in season two. Well, is it? I thought it was six. Oh, wait, hold on, let me look. Cancel. Yeah, yeah, no, there's ten episodes. <laughs> no, they're canceling. No, I, I, I know, but they're canceling. <laughs> it's, yeah. I think it's a show that like like Brand. it's not great. They're canceled. It's okay. <laughs> That's I'm fine with that. I'm fine with them canceling it. It doesn't. No one's talking about the tick. But I did. Think we are literally talking about the tick right now. No one, and we're no one. I'm, I'm <laughs> sad. Point. I am sad overall because I I watched away I ate my dinner and it was really good comfort. <laughs> and, and I didn't just have to listen to the sound of the microwave run <laughs> when nothing's in it for thirty minutes. But that's what it is. Like, it was very. I know. It was you know, what, you know what Adam does when he's watching the tick? He all he gets. Six bean burritos from Taco Bell. <laughs> he freezes them. Okay, stay with me. He freezes them. 
He puts two. They're frozen like, for about like, a week. I like to imagine that he like takes one of those frozen bean burritos, microwaves it, and then when it's done, he just draws a picture of the tick <laughs> and puts it on the microwave. And he goes, "Oh, I love the tick. Oh, it's this is my and favorite he, episode." And then he devours the tick. <laughs> And then he does all the theme music and stuff. He's like, <laughs> and then as he's shitting that night, he's like, "You're canceled." Uh, <laughs> well, we call that one a season two. <laughs> oh. It was a very heartwarming and heartfelt show, and but it wasn't. It was just bland. It just uh, didn't yeah. engage. It me. was. It was a little enough. bland. Yeah. I, so let's talk about some TV though that we did watch, including Doom Patrol episode thirteen, Flex just Patrol. Bad. We're not talking about the. T- we're not talking about the tape. We're, We're going to Doom Patrol. I know. You said Doom one of the episodes. No, no. I said Doom Patrol. Not one of them. Yeah. Oh. So Doom <laughs> You mean Hell Patrol? Did you like that I brought that back? No. Nobody? It's Nobody. terrible. The viewers do. I mean, the listeners the do. Yeah, okay, everyone, let's make our favorite. Hashtag Hell Patrol. Get it on Twitter. There's a porn-themed tick. Or a tick-themed porn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Nothing I'm comes to mind. <laughs> the dick? <laughs> the dick. Yeah. yeah. No, obviously. Oh, yeah. The thick, because it would be about uh, that juice ass. It's a, it's a large, surly man who's a bit oblivious, trying to take his twink boy along <laughs> through sexual escapades. I like that is a porno I would watch. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that I've been in that porno. There's some electrocution stuff. Um... That's all a, lot of a lot of yeah. lobster related uh, uh, Moan of Bark. <laughs> moan of Bark. Oh. Arthur Bark. All right, Arthur. let's talk about Doom Patrol. Let's talk about Doom Patrol. Patrol would be the porno title, the title for that. Uh, so Flex Patrol, uh, Flex Mentallo is like one of my favorite characters from comics. Uh, I love Faggot. that he's. A, I know, I am. He's so, <laughs> he's my he's favorite so, in this he's show. so brawny and handsome. He is. But. Um, I was a little disappointed with this episode. Why? I, uh, I was a little bored by it. Can you give a quick, like, three-word recap? <laughs> give, <laughs> three give, give us a Flex recap. Metallo here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they uh, they break out Flex Metallo from the whatever... Agency what, of Normalcy? Something. Bureau, Bureau, Bureau of Normalcy. Uh, they break him out, and they're trying to make him remember who he is. They, like, shave his beard and his hair, and they put him in his little, like, tidy leopard shorts. Um, and he doesn't quite remember till the very end. Um, yeah. I don't know, like, I was, I didn't really love the episode till the very end where you had Alan Tudyk as Mr. Nobody coming in, breaking the fourth wall. Not a storytelling device that I love, but I love him. It's done right, though. It's yeah. done right. And I was like, all right, now I'm excited for this sort of, like, the I, end game of the last two episodes. I also like that they said, Cyborg, you suck as a character, and we don't <laughs> want you in the finale. And then he's not in it anymore, and I like yeah. that. I, I, I hope I, they don't bring him back I, at all. I hope they stick to their guns because he is the worst part of that show. He is, and as much as I hate him, I love Rita. Rita, yeah, I, I do Rita love Rita. Great. Rita, like whenever she's on the screen, I'm captivated. I think she's wonderful. I'd like for them to replace Cyborg with a, another like character that's diverse and interesting, but like he's Danny not the, the one. Street. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, he's a non right. he's a non binary street. He's street so is fun. I watched the past three episodes in one clump together mm-hmm. so i can't remember if this is in the last episode but the b story is part of um uh the negative spirit and uh what's his name larry, larry. kind of going through the journey of visiting his old gay lover that's that was the previous episode okay. one episode yeah two episodes so ago. what yeah. was the b story then that he learned that he's got to get what's his name what's her name dorothy uh, Dolores. Dolores, whatever. It doesn't Dolores. matter. Dolores. What, 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 was, what, was what was he up to? Because he walked away for a little while. 
Was he just doing nothing? Wait, who, who what, what was he? The, the bandage guy. Oh, negative. Larry. <laughs> Larry. Right, oh, but Larry. Larry. No, the past, so the, first, the, in the. No, what, no, what was he doing in this episode? He was still dealing with the ramifications of that, all his fucking paranormal shit. Yeah, he yeah, was trying to separate himself from that electrical weird oh, spirit. that's right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. negative spirit. No, that was your honeymoon, bitch. <laughs> You fucking talk about ass. Oh no! Yeah, for the listeners, Adam's being choked right now. He has he a, really he has, he has an erection. He's he really into it. <laughs> All right, so great, hey, great TV recap, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. No, overall, I mean, that's pretty good. For well, us. so just capturing it all. So you saw you watched the three episodes in a row. Um, how okay. did you? Where are you on the show? Where is everybody on the show leading into the end game? I'm excited for it to be done. I think 10 episodes would be more right. Yes. But it's been a fun ride. And every episode has been different and kind of fun. What's wild is that I think Titans needed more time. I think this needed less time to cut. I agree. And I think every time, every minute devoted to Cyborg, like, just cut it out. Like, it's not, it's it's just not necessary. He did beat the shit out of his dad, which I enjoyed. Yeah. I'm glad they made an homage to Infinity War when they dusted... Dolores or Dorothy, whatever. Oh name yeah, was. totally. I was totally thinking of that too yeah. at the end. Um, but otherwise, because eh, anytime kind of... Dust is mentioned, it's a direct nod to Endgame. Now, I mean the way the way <laughs> yeah, so no, Dust. No, I don't want to go. He comes in, I was like, "What are you hired <laughs> by Marvel, you stupid bitch?" Because <laughs> when she said, "Mr. Stark, I don't feel well," I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> are you the cleaning the gray lady who comes on Monday because yeah. she does. <laughs> She yeah. does. I love it. Oh, um, So I, I am glad that this show exists. It's amazing that they've been able to make something so weird oh, and yeah. bizarre uh, be on TV. And it's very, uh, it's a really good adaptation of a very bizarre fucking comic. Everyone's so. had good journeys. I think it would act. So this is the biggest problem as we, because we've all gotten addicted to streaming or uh, binging. Yeah. I would love to watch streaming. this episode. I would love to watch this in chunks of episodes and like stop when I want to rather than having to watch week to week because I think especially a lot of the character journeys for their season requires a couple of in a rows to be like oh I finally see the progression yeah I think DC Universe should try to do that as much as possible and I'm hoping that Disney Plus doesn't do week to week like Hulu or this they're all going to turn into regular cable channels because they want people to have subscriptions it took a lot longer I think than a lot of other shows but I think that like I'm more interested now in what's going on with Larry. Yes. Given that what I was interested in before was like nothing. And I love James. No, his name is Mr. Nobody. And um, you, you like Rita now. I love Rita, Rita now. Rita's Rita. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like good. her in the beginning. Like they Jane did a, a great job. They found like, because it's only, they crammed the character transitions to about maybe three episodes, like two thirds of the way in. So now everyone's great, but there was almost like, couldn't you like have each one character change over time like faster so then I could really get into this? Yeah. Uh, comics. Let's talk about comics. Um, so we actually reviewed five this week. Um, <laughs> keep count. you on your toes, <laughs> listeners. Um, Age of X-Men, Next Gen, and Age of X-Men, Marvelous X-Men. Uh, I know we You're say that way. No, let's do the Age of X-Men <laughs> first. Th- okay, so not much happens with these. Honestly, these miniseries... I'm ready for Age of X-Men to be done. I, I think am. what we should spend time on talking about is probably X-Men, Uncanny X-Men number 18, which yeah. had lots of death. And it's very clear that Rosenberg is just running to a finish line. And and you know when you're like running towards a finish line. Name one Game of Thrones that did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I just say before before we just like skip past 
the X Men stuff. You want to talk about? You want to talk about? You want to get into the anal, don't you? Um, Anole. Pixie's such a narc. It's just Glob's faces. <laughs> Glob's faces are somehow so expressive. He's like, <laughs> Apocalypse is just a bad guy, like the worst bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's Truly, all I, I did. He I did. We get it. You're Glob. He's a shiny. Would you say that you want in the in the new rebooted Wave Two to be like just a Glob Herman? Like ongoing? no, he can't have his. Zone. He's but what if he's got a great supporting cast? He gets he gets like a one-off issue that's like a weird story with him. He could never support a story on his own. Next Gen actually does have the most drama of all the books. Like it's none the of them I could care about. Sure. But I'm like, ooh, what's gonna happen next issue? But even that, I'm like, okay, wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, wrap yeah, it up. It should have been three issues. So with with respect to Uncanny, was anyone else horrified to see what was under Chambers? Fire mouth? No, we already know what's down there. I know, but it's ah, so gross. That's <laughs> right. He just constantly goes, oh. Yeah. You not shame chamber You say gross, I see an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what a it rough issue. No matter how big is. <laughs> It actually reminded me of the Uncanny X-Men back, way back when they had Extreme and also New X-Men. Like, yeah. where it was like, it, the art was beautiful because I love anime, like, manga, but like, Every fucking plot point in those issues made no. It was that when I was that weird nurse at the fucking oh, school with her kid, and then Polaris went X-Men. crazy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he uh, Angel was dating that nurse. It was so weird. It was it was just so buck wild. Hypersexual. None of just, it made any sense. I just feel I don't know. Like the whole point of this run originally was like it was Cyclops so well. like kind of redeeming himself for like his semi-villainous anti-hero past. Yeah, and I feel the book is just getting darker and darker. Which I guess is maybe the point of what Rosenberg's trying to say, but like it felt really grim, dark. Uh, but issue. you have gay ass sinister. We oh, all love love that. Gay, gay ass sinister. Gay ass sinister is great. We'll get into that in a second. But like Jono going I'm around just fucking killing all the marauders for no reason. reason. That's not what they do. That's not what they do. And that Jono has never been written like that. Yeah. Like in my, I'm like, it feels like a character. Even, even name one Game of Thrones who made a character <laughs> choice last week that really hey, changed the way things. Do one happen. Ryan Kroll joke that isn't that exact one. <laughs> All of those people naming their child Jono are going to be really bad tomorrow. <laughs> I have Jono like tattooed on my ass. I, like I that regret it, kid. Though Jono? personally, Jono, Jono, yeah, Jono, you didn't. Oh, no. so, I did. So perfect point is I like as a sort of stand step away bystander. I like got feels from the rain thing, even though obviously it was not in character and it was a very intense issue that obviously upset a few people. It was terrible. There was nothing about this issue that contacted me at all. Besides, like. Why is everything moving so fast and why is everyone just existing? They, like these, they, the, they, none of it made any Wolverine sense. Wolverine quit the team. Someone else quit the team. Uh, they fought the Marauders, killed them all. They fought Sinister and beat them. Him. They like, that's so many things. And in excuse one time. me, they had both Emma Frost and Mystique on the cover. They didn't show up until, until the last the page. Yeah. Fuck you. That was yeah. very weird. And also, is it, now that I'm thinking about this, isn't Mystique in, wasn't Mystique in Nightcrawler World? Isn't she in Age of X Men or no? She, she is. is. Yeah. yeah. So how is she in both places? I don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well so, 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 so is Danny Moonstar. Yeah, Danny Moonstar. Uh, so. You know what I have a theory for that? Danny Moonstar was uh, X Man loved Danny Moonstar, so he might have made another version of her. And, he mu- and, and like Mystique could be a construct as well just yeah. to like fuck with okay. that and honestly Mystique is a construct just like gender <laughs> well played uh, can we talk I'm a little, woke <laughs> can we talk a little bit about Guardians of the Galaxy number 5 and how much I fucking love it like they brought in Lockjaw this was a great issue so good very cool um, cool twists and turns um 
Cool character work. I, yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, they fucking killed off Star Fox. He's like the next Thanos. Yeah, it's what? a nice tight, like, Tight. succinct story. And also, when you think about it, you're like, oh, that makes more sense that he would be it, rather than... Uh, talking talking to Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Wait, what happened? I didn't hear about that. No one really did. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Dude, so, so, this writer actually wrote the death of the Inhumans, too. Really? And so, Cakes? Yeah, so he was trying to make people be like, please read it. That's it's I do want to read funny. it now. I was like, and that's hilarious. I didn't know that happened. That's a hilarious that is, that I didn't know he wrote that, but Donny Cates is so fucking talented. I, I, I love him. He's a funny guy. And War Realms number four, um, I'm still enjoying it, and like the, the, the story's moving at a clip. <laughs> like, it's every two weeks, so I it's a it. It's a good version of, name one show that's what I know forget it but it's it's actually like it's moving so it does feel like i'm watching game of thrones like it's moving so fast because they're trying to get to the end of a plot line which i'm like fine because we're not reading all the ancillary pieces but it's it still tells you like i'm I'm gonna buy the giant paperbacks i can i circle back with something beta ray Ray bill is like the new drax thor merger that i love love Um, him so Quill said, "All of my bro- my ribs are broken," and he goes, "It's a miracle." He's, uh, <laughs> just as unaware, and, and, like, and when he's like, oh, "I'm going to bring a friend," like Thor, it's like, "No, no, no. Yeah, yeah." And he that brings in like Jawjaw with oh. a tuning fork on his head. I want him to be introduced in the great, MCU. Yeah. He would yeah, pair so be, well. Every, that would be such a fucking fan favorite character. I People think, would love a goddamn. I think these stories, God. this story, could actually probably use a little bit more breathing room because you have the all the issues. War rooms, you mean or war rooms? Okay. Yeah. No, that, sorry, sorry. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Okay. I want it to be uh, a because longer. I think that it's like getting it every two weeks makes it feel like oh everything just happens so yeah. quickly that maybe if it was happening if it was either just a much shorter story that was happening every weekly mm-hmm. it might be okay or maybe if there was like some additional filler. Do any of these characters? Because yeah, it's all like, one. I love this moment with um, that was cool. Oh, that was great. Hella, Cosmic yeah. Ghost Rider to Hella. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was a cool moment. I wasn't expecting it, but it makes a lot of sense. I'm sure there's probably some history there, but. If there was something else, like he's the embodiment of death. He's like a fucking skeleton. Sure, but she's the embodiment. of death. <gasps> But I don't think about that when I'm reading it because I don't know these characters as well. We get it. You're yeah. dumb. Um, and also I, this other character, uh, Thanos's brother, just seems like who the fuck are you? Hero uh, Star Fox. He rode Star Fox. He rode. His name is Star Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the that's He's supposed to get way. through. Yeah. He he was an Avenger at some point, so that's why this turn is. And his and his power is super rapey. Yeah. What does he it can, do? He can he is super charisma, he can make people like fall in love. Unique servant talent. Yeah. Uh, like Mr. He a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, purple man. Purple man. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about War of Realms. War of Realms. War of Realms. Warms. It's moving, I think, to your point earlier with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's moving too too much, too fast. And also, you don't know what time is in this fucking series. It's beautiful artwork, and I like the stories, and I like their interactions with each other. That bitch is like teleporting everywhere. It's it's a story made for, unfortunately, you buying a bunch of other comics. They got a lot of the character voices down, I think, really well. Yes, yeah. Um, Well, when they say one... Like point of dialogue, I think it's easy to get a character. Hey, what's that? I That's actually don't Panther. know. <laughs> I'm not sure because I feel like um, capturing what a person would say in very short time clips, it can make it seem like you've got the writer's voice coming through at all parts. Are you just speaking about the Sherry part? No, I was actually thinking Punisher. about uh, the, the weapon is She Hulk. <laughs> Oh, see, okay, uh, so you're right. We just named a bunch of people that they got it right. Um, so, like, it, okay, it, even so, even this line was shitty. 
or it was it's not a great line but it does capture like blade where he talks about like oh yeah no guys yeah yeah <laughs> that was such like uh, emo such... bullshit like I'm not even human and well, I'm on yeah, the but come on let's fucking no. go blade <laughs> let's go so I think what's helped me like really enjoy this is because I reread a lot of Aaron's run all the way through and he like seeded the War of Realms stuff like in his like first or second CW story CW seeded yeah I was avoiding uh, that joke and it was not you, you were literally saying you, you were voicing it, and there's your fucking. <laughs> I was saying, I was like, don't do it, Ryan. See, you motherfucking ventriloquist, and there's your goddamn dummy yeah, right here. It's really accurate this episode. <laughs> but, Sorry, what was that about any Game of Thrones episode? Anyways, Kayla, well, you were saying. So I you made me one Game of Thrones episode where they've deliberately hey, put Ryan get in your a hand run. out of him. Yeah, he's enjoying that it's way too much. I mean, it's literally a useful term for every reviewer discussing. Yeah. Uh, but like seeing like Malaketh like doing all his machinations like over several years, and now this is really I like this is like watching Endgame and not having seen like That's the true. other movies before. They're like, well, this is kind of cool. But I don't really like get like why this is such a big deal. But like, do you, I think it, would, it would help like if you read like Aaron stuff. But do you into think it. that the storyline for this particular part of this mega saga would feel tighter if you could if we did fill in the blanks with the other issues? Like, are you missing anything, or you're just like, oh, not, cool, I get what they're like, not a lot because I bought a few of like the other like sort of like side titles and like yeah, it's filling out the world a little bit, but it's not giving me. It's not like uh, adding extra oomph to it. Well, yeah, and it's not like I'm missing anything. You know, I'm yeah. like, okay, I get what's going on. I get like, oh, yeah, yeah, see, see, journey into the mystery number one to find out what Blank's doing. Yeah, and I'm like, that's cool. Like, it doesn't, tell. it doesn't add any richness to me. Uh, so you're saying it's a perfect run? Great. No, but you're, I get your point. <laughs> I if I went back and good. read where most, of, like, that's the thing is, like, oh, for an event like this, I wouldn't need more details on the event. I would want more details on the characters. Well, involved like the stuff the about event. Jane. Foster, like her, like sort of being the leader of Asgard right now. It's such a fucking cool moment because Jane Foster had cancer. She became right. Thor. The uh, her being Thor gave like accelerated her cancer, and she was like being heroic, even though she knew it would kill her. Yeah, the scene where she came out and ordered a coke because she was doing drugs was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was wonderful. Should... That trailer scene was great. <laughs> yeah. um, so, if I may wrap up our episode with a little story, I wish you one. Now, when <laughs> we were in Asia, Tristan would go for morning runs. And he would always run shirtless, and it's really, really fucking hot. And every single time he came back from a run, half of his body was red, like literally split down the middle. So like two face. And I'm like, every single time I saw him, I'm like, you look kind of like Malakith. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, he sounds like him. Oh yeah, something. and he's got those little like pointy ears. It was, it was always because like out. part yeah. of his run would be in the shade, uh, and then like on his way back. He was often running next to a body of water, yeah. and so wow. I think it like was reflecting extra light That's onto so him. But it was like it was so bizarre seeing him because he's like, I just came in from a great run, and half of his face is white, and the other half of his face is that color. And then he stabbed a Valkyrie in front of you and <laughs> yeah. left her to die. Oh, that was horrifying when he came with. <laughs> Why did he end. drink the blood of that Pegasus on your trip? Yeah. Well, you know that's just what he does every time. So next week we've got X Force number eight, War of Realms X Men number two, Age of X Men Nightcrawler number not number two, number four, Mister Mix, Mister and Mrs X number eleven, and we're gonna do a little bit of Game Thro- Game of Thrones recap, but also. We're going to celebrate our second anniversary, boys. Happy anniversary. Where to? Yeah. All right. Good luck, everyone else. It's Homo Superior. I'm going to end it.